a Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello. You play to win the game. <laughs> like I can't. How am I gonna do that? How you I make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I go pre- eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Manny, the battered Jets fans are back. Well, yep. the battered fans. Half. I'll half. Call you yeah, there you go. Half. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to episode number four of season two of the Battered Jets fans podcast. It is July 24th, 2023. We are a few days into training camp. Tomorrow, they put on the pads. Things are starting to get real. Ha, and as always, I am joined by my boy, the bearded fanatic. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing amazing, man. I'm doing amazing because, like I've said on my show multiple times, the fact that we could finally, like, fully, well, me, fully invest back into sports. You are you are the battered fan, CEO, president, managing partner. So your hands in the cookie jar in basketball, baseball, soccer, like, you're spread pretty thin. So the fact that you get to have that fill of everything else and then finally come back to your number one love and then spend time with me talking your Jets football, it's pretty fucking amazing. So I'm, I'm pretty happy that we're back at it and, sir, that we're live for the first time on season two. For sure. It, it's always fun going live, obviously. The first couple of episodes are a little slow, but once you get that chat going, it's always cool having people chime in and, and be part of the conversation. But because... This is the first time we go live, and that chat probably isn't jumping. We did have a very special guest, mm-hmm. and we are going to introduce him. And I'm going to introduce him not only as a second-time guest, mm-hmm. but a new member of the Batter Fans family because Whoa. he is pa- jumping Whoa. onto the Batter Fans family. He's going to be part of uh, an up-and-coming later this year Battered Heat Fans podcast because Italy Jet Woo! is a big Miami Heat fan as long as a New York Jets fan. So welcome, Italy Jet, to the pod. How's it going? I'm honored to be a part of the family, too. Honored to be on the pod. Dan, I know me and you have been nonstop talking about this for a while, and I'm I'm super excited. Beard, how you doing, man? Doing amazing, bro. Welcome to the Battered family, man. It, it, it's amazing to have you. Oh, man, I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm super stoked about just sports right now. It's a good time to be a sports fan. Getting back in the swing of things, getting back into the groove and the grind. Hey, there's nothing nothing that we like better. This yeah. is a fun time of year. Like it is. Because you course the habit. I apologize. <laughs> Listen, just because we're up? both just because we're both big and bearded, you don't have to call me him and him me, all right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you guys noticed when the clip was starting, <laughs> I did specifically start the show exactly at eight seconds for your boy. Oh. The biggest storyline, which I'm sure we're gonna get plenty of this sure. episode. The guy's been looking lights out so far, and I know we're going to get to a lot of it. Shaquille, how's everyone doing? We're doing amazing out here, man. Thank you for showing love. Thank you for showing love to the Battered Jets fan family. I know your eyes do not deceive you. I am a Miami Dolphins football fan, but if you don't know me, I'm as bipartisan, bipartial as it comes when it comes to talking football with my guy, Danny G, here. Um, Italy can attest to that. He's heard plenty of shows. He's been with me on the show as well. But, dude, we're, we're, we're about to have a really good time. For sure. And I I think we should start off with the news of the day, right? And Italy did a great job rocking the hat today. We got our throwbacks. We've been asking for them for quite a while. Um, I I wanted the Kelly green ones, right? More mostly green with the white accents. We got the white jerseys, but I'm good with it. I, I had said before today, 
I had retired from buying football jerseys with players' names on them. I just wasn't going to do it anymore. But when I saw that jersey today yeah. and I saw Aaron Rodgers rocking it, man, I dropped the $200. I, I couldn't help myself. Mm. And hopefully I get it before the season opener. I hope to wear it to the game. But uh, it, it's awesome. What did you think when you saw those jerseys come out, Italy? Well, I mean, whoever leaked them like a week ago is definitely yeah. fired now. So, <laughs> you know, I, that was yeah. everyone's pumped up joy that we finally get something back. In my personal opinion, this is one of the best or the best Jets logo in their history. But I do like the one that you guys are rocking, the the battered Jets logo this there too. This is my too. favorite. I yeah. like that too. I would say this one and this one is is probably my favorite. But we've been wanting this for a long time. It's it's the thing. The last couple of years, everyone seems to go back to those retro jerseys. I know all sports has been seeming to do that too. And it's our time to do it. My wife's going to be pissed. I dropped a couple hundred bucks on a couple. I thought I was retired as well from jerseys. And yeah, yeah. it's just not happening right now. <laughs> all right, so uh, training camps. It's on the way, right? Like that, that's it. We, we, start, we started early because we got the Hall of Fame game, so we started early, and yes. it just feels a little different. Aaron oh, yeah. Rodgers connecting with Gary uh, Wilson has been the talk of the town. We had Devontae Adams commenting on it. What did you think of Aaron Rodgers so far? Because my favorite part of that highlight that everybody keeps retweeting and reposting on social media mm. was not so much the catch – but the fact that it was almost like a broken play, the play that they called, was, the coverage was covering that play, and Aaron Rodgers kind of had a improvise like he, he does so well, roll off to his right a little bit, and then he hit Garrett Wilson in the back of the end zone, and it feels like they're in sync, and they just started training camp, but they feel like they're in sync already. I, I, I'm excited. What are, you, what are you thinking so far, Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, and the offense as a whole? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is doing everything that he said he's doing right now, going from the press conferences, all the press conferences lately, all the workouts he's been doing in California and New Jersey. He's saying and he's doing it. And, you know, we're used to, you know, Packer Nation and, you know, he doesn't show up for OTAs. He so tra training camp right away. Well, right now, Rodgers is in sync. He's loving it right now. He loves having Garrett Wilson. It's like a Devontae Adams 2.0. I think that this is the start of something beautiful. It's a different feeling with Garrett Wilson. It's a different feeling with Aaron Rodgers. When you got a good quarterback at the helm, it just feels different. It's like with Beard and his team. It feels different this year for the Dolphins. For the Jets, it feels different, and it's a good feeling. Well, I think that the biggest positive out of everything is – when Peyton Manning ended up in Denver, he had to adjust mm -hmm. to Adam Gase and that offense and learn the new offense. When Tom Brady went to Tampa, he had to right. go and adjust to that new offense. Aaron Rodgers isn't adjusting really to anything. Chico, man. Him, he, he's coming with Nathaniel Hackett, and they already have a rapport. They already know what each expects from each other and that playbook. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett are teaching the rest of the guys. And I think that that's a big advantage because at that age, when you go to a new team and you don't have to adjust to a new right. playbook and things of that nature, I think that that's a huge leg up. And I think that my expectations when I compare them to what Peyton Manning did when he first got to Denver and what right. Tom Brady did when he first got to Tampa, I, I think that that's why I expect as much, if not more, from Aaron Rodgers once the season starts. And it's 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 not only that, like – 
he they brought people that he likes to the team too. When you want to win right away and when you want to make a statement, you bring in people that your quarterback loves and likes, especially with the coach that he's already been a two-time MVP with. You bring in a Cobb that he's best friends with. You bring in one of his favorite wide receivers in Lazard. You got to make them comfortable if you want to win a win a Super Bowl going back to the playoffs because we are tied with the Buffalo Sabres on the longest playoff drought in all of sports, and it sucks. But when you want to make a statement, this is a statement to get back to the playoffs. 100%. And like, like you said, I, I think that – Everybody's saying Super Bowl or bust, and I've, I've had my comments about that a couple months ago, and people criticized me for my comments because I, I, I don't think it's Super Bowl or bust, but it's 100, 100% playoffs or bust. If you don't make the playoffs, exactly. this was a disaster, and a Amen. complete disaster. Amen. Amen. We, you don't just go all in and get all these players, especially going out and get Aaron Rodgers, especially re-signing Quinnen, especially re-signing all of your draft picks. Before you get to training camp and even getting the Quinnen deal done before training camp, if you're not making a statement, this is playoffs or bust. I don't listen. If we go to the Super Bowl, that's just a bonus. Okay. That's just a bonus. But we got to break that playoff drought. And Salah, I know people don't want to say it, but he is kind of on the hot seat. If he can't do it with this team, there's going to be some very interesting things coming next year. I feel like two of the biggest points that, you guys have shined in, but there's somebody else has, has also shined in on. Well, the first one I'm going to touch on is when Alan Lazard came out and said that this mm -hmm. is the most helpful he's seen Aaron Rodgers in quite some time. Mm -hmm. That what in his days in Green Bay, you could see him chewing off, chewing into his receivers, chewing into his offensive line, chewing into his running backs when they would miss a play, when they wouldn't be where they're supposed to be. Alan Lazard says, as soon as the play is over, he's coming over he's having those conversations with them just guiding them where they need to be how they should get there how the play should look from their angle and he said that's a really good side where you see from Aaron Rodgers I think that's going to be nothing but helpful um mm. to these young guys growing up but let, another point Danny that you said that you feel like the connection is already starting I see it a little bit different okay one of the biggest points was how good Garrett Wilson looked with a plethora of terrible quarterback play last year mm -hmm. This is just another level to Garrett Wilson now that he has a competent quarterback at the helm. I think that you're not even touching um, the chemistry level of it yet. I don't think they're there yet. I think it just looks so good because Garrett Wilson is such a good wide receiver talent, and Aaron Rodgers is such a good quarterback that even when the chemistry is not there, it's already looking amazing. I think it's going to look that much better well into the season. I think it's going to be so unstoppable once they get into the season because they're finally going to find that chemistry where he likes the ball, where he where he knows Aaron Rodgers likes to throw it, how that back shoulder is going to look. But and the final topic, and then let you get, boys get jump back, jump back into it. I'm sure that you guys saw what Lewis Riddick said when they asked him about it on Get Up, that it's basically shut up or and win the Super Bowl, basically. <laughs> I, and I want to get your two cents on it because of this. Well, Chicken Man also thinks the same way, apparently. Right. And, and I'm about to touch on it. And that's kind of why I brought up the, the Lewis Riddick comment. I agree with Lewis Riddick because as soon as you guys got Aaron Rodgers, and I know me and Gunny felt the same way, a lot of Jets fans, and I'm not throwing anybody into the bus. I'm not throwing anybody into the bus. A lot of Jets fans, a lot of Jet fans have been saying before you guys got a quarterback, well, we would have fucking won the division if we had, we had, potential better quarterback play last year oh for sure and i have said that pl uh, plenty of times for that sure. if you guys yeah. even if you guys even had a subpar zach wilson playing quarterback last year you guys would have won more games than what you did 
Agreed. Now you have the two-time MVP quarterback at the helm. You have the defensive rookie of the year. You have the offensive rookie of the year. And potentially a co-runner for offensive rookie of the year and and, and Bryce Hall. And Brees Hall, I'm sorry. Dude, you guys, how could it not be shut up and win the Super Bowl? Because you guys defend it. Like, there's no tomorrow that if you guys had a real quarterback on your team last year, you would have won the more games. You would have made the playoffs and made some noise. Now you have the two-time MVP as your quarterback. How could it not be just shut up and win the Super Bowl? Because in the NFL, it's any given Sunday. Agreed. The, the best team doesn't always win. That's why it, the playoffs are a must because that's 17-game marathon. You need to be good enough to make the playoffs. On any given Sunday, Patrick Mahomes could have the game of his life and eliminate you. You could play a good game, and Patrick Mahomes can get you. Josh Allen can get you. Hell, Josh Allen almost lost to Skyler Thompson last year in the first mm-hmm. round against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Good point. So good point. Any, any yeah. given Sunday, you can lose. So although I understand why everybody's saying Super Bowl or bust because we have the team for it, I promise you the Chiefs feel that way. I promise you the Bengals feel that way. Right. Even the Dolphins, if they're healthy, talk to Dolphin fans, they feel that way. Everybody yeah. feels like their team is a Super Bowl contender. Right. Something has to give. Not everybody can win the Super Bowl. I so agree although I understand why it's it should be Super Bowl or bust, I'm not going to say if we lose in the AFC Championship to that a Patrick Mahomes that team, right. I, I don't think it's a lost season. I don't think it's Super right. Bowl or bust. Maybe I'm putting too much logic into it. Maybe right. it's just a, a matter of speaking Super Bowl or bust. But logically, I just don't see how that is. Playoffs are bust, 100%. Yes, win same. a playoff game, make it to the second round, 100%. But Super Bowl or bust, I can't do it. Go ahead, Italy. Jump in on it. Well, I mean, I think last year has proven that any team can come up huge at any point. Look at Jacksonville Jaguars. Look at the Lions. Even the Vikings with their nice run a little bit. I know they kind of mm. collapse at the end. But I'm just, I'm just saying, this is just – one of those things where if you are the best team, it goes all fourth quarters, goes to overtime. If your team is not on it and shines at the right time, man, you're it sucks. But the thing is about the Jets is you gotta you gotta win. You gotta win these games. You gotta get to the playoffs. Like if you're not you can't build a team like this and just not get to the playoffs right now. How many how many Super Bowls did Marino make it to after that go. first one? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> not, not, is this your is this your scape to? Is this your scapegoat that you yes, always got to go back to? Because because look, but it's a credit because I think Dan Marino's the greatest quarterback of all time. But nobody Dan Marino credit did not have the he, type of talent that Aaron Rodgers is about to have. Dan Marino did not have the talent around them that Tua Tungavarolo is about to. I'm Mark sorry, Clayton and, 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 and Cooper. He they were, made Mark Clayton and Duper oh, sure. That, that, that's easy to say. <laughs> he made say. those he guys. Skills. My my point is is that he had a defense and he had offensive weapons that he made good, whatever. Right, but right. to me, he's the greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl because it's not easy to win a Super Bowl. That's that's my whole point. What, what I'm saying is, I, when I say Super Bowl or bust, I'm not saying that it's it's a failed season. And I guess that's kind of more what Lewis Riddick's meant. For me, it means more on the lines is when I look at this team as unbiased as I possibly can, right? I don't see a way how you guys aren't in an AFC championship game, just like I can't see a way that we're both not competing for an AFC championship crown just because I how much talent we currently have on this team. Like we bo- we all three of us know right now that Patrick Mahomes has is the best quarterback right now in the NFL, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. 
And Jake, I, I agree with you. I understand the goal in mind, 100%. I, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I'm just against when everybody's like, if we don't win a Super Bowl, it's a bust. I got to right. see it play out first. Depends right. on how it is. Because if we lose in the AFC Championship to Patrick Mahomes, it's hard for me to say it was a no, bust. No, right. Agreed. And exactly. That's what, and exactly. that's kind of where I was going with it. Like, Patrick Mahomes doesn't need a plethora of talent around him to be that guy and take his team to the Super Bowl. <laughs> what I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers is that guy. And then the fact that you also have <laughs> – Listen, listen, Mike. Mike. I don't know. Mike. I don't know who the Mike. I don't know who you are, sir. But we can have a conversation. Mike. Mike B is my guy. That's the battered hair on uh, regular. That's my guy. <laughs> he always brings but, it in the chat. But let, let me let, let me tell you, Aaron Rodgers is that guy, like a Patrick Mahomes, in the aspect that he doesn't need a lot of talent around him to win games. And the fact that you have so much talent around them in New York is kind of why I'm saying the vision has to be Super Bowl. That's just I'm not saying yeah, it's a fill season no. if you don't make it. But you better, like I said, losing a last-minute draw with Patrick Mahomes, Tua Tagovailoa, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, whoever it is, is my point. It has and to be me, at least an AFC Championship game. And let me and let me be very clear. I don't want to hear Robert Sala, Woody Johnson, Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to hear anybody on the team say that it's not Super Bowl or bust. They better be thinking yeah. that way. They right. better be like, if we don't win the Super Bowl, this is a disaster. I want them to think that way. As a fan, though. For us, since we don't actually play on the field or we have nothing, to, we're just cheering. Like, I think we could be a little more logical and say, right. Oh, I mean, it, it's not necessarily Super Bowl, but especially after the shitty 50 years we've had, Italy. if we make it to the, I mean, I'm Italy. Can you know, we at least tough. say AFC, AFC championship game or bus? Can we at least say that? Are you okay with saying, at least we made it to the AFC championship game. Because I feel like if you lose in a wild card, depending on seeding, or if you lose in a divisional game, you can, depending on who their opponent is, I guess it, that would be the yeah. only caveat. But losing in those two is a failed season. The wild card would be brutal. Yeah. For sure. Oh, well, listen, I've seen all of this before with the Jets when, it, when Favre was in town, the hard knocks year. So I've we've experienced a lot of pain. Like right. we and, and we should have gone the Super Bowl. Those with those two those two years, so it's like I'm over here, like I'm taking this week by week, I'm taking this day by day. I just want to get to the playoffs. Now you sound like I a player. To, now you sound like a player, sir. But here, but here's the thing: that's that's always been me. So yes, if we don't make the AFC Championship game, that's gonna that's gonna suck ass. That's what I would call a failed season. Yes, okay. but okay. here's the thing: I'm also up here like. I'm taking this week by week, bro, because I know I've seen this before with Farb and Sanchez in the hard knocks year. And me and Dan have talked a lot about that too. Right. But yes, yeah. you got to beat the Bills. You're in your division. You got to beat the Chargers. You got to beat the Bengals. You got to get to that AFC Championship game to see if you prove to be in that Super Bowl because Mahomes is the best in the league. And, and, and I think, like to Jacob Man Portal's comment, I think that applies to most of our division, Danny. I think that applies to the Dolphins, especially yeah. with Tua Tungavalo's health. I think that applies to the right. Jets. If Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy all season, you don't lose a Garrett Wilson because I think you're losing a Garrett Wilson. I don't care how good Aaron Rodgers can make Alan Lazard look. I think losing Garrett Wilson would be a huge blow for you guys. And then in Buffalo, you lose a Josh Allen. You're afraid of Matt Barkley? It's like... <laughs> It, it goes no. back. To, it, 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 goes, it goes back to what Josh Moser was saying when, when he was on the Dolphin Show, Danny. That I feel like our division is going to beat the hell out of each other between the Bills games, Jets games, Patriots game, Dolphin games. We're all going to beat each other up, and then yeah. whoever's in that AFC Championship game is just going to get a beaten down Dolphin team, Jets team, blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, if if health wasn't the caveat, 
I, it's hard for me as a Dolphins fan not to say the Jets don't have everything in their power right now to be in the AFC Championship game. That's just my point, and I get it, Danny. You don't want to think that far ahead. One game, one game at a time mentality. I get. I'm, I'm with you. Listen, we're bad I, fans for a reason. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, it's it's agreed. hard not to, not to see this much talent and say at least an AFC Championship game. You got to play the best to beat the best. Back the Jets have proven last year that we can hang with anybody. We yeah. have a really bad schedule this year. This is a tough schedule for the Jets. But the whole and, AFC says. Well, well, yeah, because the AFC is just so much better talent than mm-hmm. the NFC right now is. It's easier, I feel like, in the NFC right now. It used to be for flipped. Sure. It used to be mm-hmm. flipped. Now, but you got to be the best to be the best. And honestly, right now, that's what it, that's what has to happen for the Jets. If they want to put out here to go win a Super Bowl, that's what has to happen. Yeah. Um. As as far as uh, the division goes, yeah, uh, I'm kind of curious what what Jigaman thinks and what Italy thinks. Is it division champs or or better yet, home playoff game or bust? Like, is that a, a need for the regular season? Because making the playoffs is one thing, but like, do we need to like have that home playoff game for that wild card round if we don't get the? I mean, I don't know if we'll get a bye. I think we could, but yes, Manny. Before you jump in, Italy, I I think. I just want to throw this caveat in, not another caveat, but the fact that I feel because the Jets and Dolphins have so much talent on both sides of the ball, mm-hmm. they are most well equipped to not need a home game. And no, no. And, and both teams are better on the road than Correct. home. So that's why I'm like, I'm okay with it. Because last year we were, and so were the Dolphins. So I'm more leaning towards whatever it takes. What about you, Danny? Uh, I, I don't think like 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 at least said what you need for uh, to be teams on the road is a good running game and a good defense. If Brees Hall is healthy and our defense stays stout, I think we could win road games. You know, so it doesn't really matter. But I do think that it would be nice to host a playoff game. I think we've hosted like four or five in our history, like yeah. four or five playoff games in our history. Four. And the last one four, was yeah. in two thousand one. I want to say against the Colts when we beat them forty one to zero. That was the last time we hosted a playoff game. Like, so it would just be nice, not because we need it, just because it would be nice for the fan base to be able to go to to, yeah. a, to a home playoff game. I think that yeah. would be insane. Like, yeah. imagine hosting an AFC championship game in MetLife. I, I can't even yeah. imagine. Dude, I mean, any type of atmosphere like that would be great for, for anybody. But I'm with Jigga. Just get there. Right. If, yeah. if it's away or home, just get there. I, I personally don't care. But the atmosphere for the Jets, for like just like with your Dolphins, would be an added bonus. Of course. But Danny, one the other huge storyline, um, before we move on to Quinnick Williams getting his money, mm-hmm. is listen, and I, I will shout out some Dolphin fans that are really, and I think they do this. I think they <laughs> do this because they love getting the most out of people like Italy Jet, Gunny Gumby. I believe I saw Jigaman Porto comment on one too is the fact that they keep showing how handsy a certain defensive back on the New York Jets is. And I'd love love if you guys could spend a couple 30 seconds, 60 seconds each on this because, listen, coming out of college, me and Danny talked about this at length. Sauce Gardner has all the talent in the fucking world. This guy guy is going to be top fucking notch. But coming out of college, we're like, he needs to let go of that fucking jersey. He needs needs to let go of those fucking jerseys. And I feel like his biggest issue is, he doesn't trust himself that much yet, and I think that's why he's handsy. And I'll let you guys shine some light on it now. 
But I think that's the reason I think that he thinks he's going to get beat. And he forgets how long he is. He, I think he forgets how fast he is. Yes, Garrett Wilson is a baller. And yeah. keeping him in check is going to be harder than harder than most when you face. Obviously, you're going to have the Tyreek, Jalen Waddles, Garrett Wilson when you face him off right. in practice. But outside of that, sure, you're going to be able to shut down the rest of the NFL pretty easily. But yeah. if you guys could spend some time on that, people obviously posting about it. Uh, how do you guys feel about it? Well, first, I, I I don't think that he doesn't trust himself. I think he's just aware of keeping his eye on the ball and the player at the same time. Yes. Now, when he was coming out of uh, out of uh, out of college, you and I kind of did an episode. We kind of just reviewed his tape and whatnot, mm. and we, yeah, we saw did. that we, we thought that he was going to get a lot of flags his rookie season. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. And yeah. I don't think it's because the referees respected him as a as a proven veteran. He's a rookie, oh, right. so I think that he right. was just doing it well. I think he's doing what all cornerbacks do. It's just that. He's gotten so much attention for his name and just being a rookie that that played so well that everybody is paying attention to him. Yes. If you look look at any training camp, and I'm sure that if we focus in on some cornerbacks, they're also making contact. We could also right. make cute little videos and right. cute little captions to kind of rev up <laughs> the opposing. But but nobody cares because Sauce has the name, and he's kind of the NFL's kind of taking that name and his play and kind of just put him on a pedestal. And he's a face now of the NFL, like whether you like it or not. So that's why he's getting more attention. But I promise you, you look at Xavier Howard, you look at, at, at Jalen Ramsey, you look at – I'm slipping because we just did the Dolphin show, so those are the names on my head. But I'm sure that they're all handsy also. Yeah. Everybody does yeah. it. Now, the problem is, do you get caught? This holding on every play is an offensive lineman. For sure. But do you get exactly. caught? Exactly. So it's, it's kind of th that game that you play when you're a good cornerback, and I think Sauce has done a good job of – of doing it and doing it well, surprisingly. Italy, I see, I see you commenting on it, especially with Gunny commenting on it. And listen, this is why I don't talk to trolls. I can't talk to trolls because I would get into that rabbit hole. I'm going to get sucked into what they, they wanted. Oh, and they wanted some feedback yes. from the videos they're posting. I don't do that. Danny knows I will not engage trolls. But yeah. I see I see you. I see Jiga Man. I see Gunny Gumby. You guys cannot let it go. But please, the floor is yours. When people post videos of Sauce Gardner's just – touching everyone how do you feel about it i don't i don't post anything like that i don't no, know no, what no, you're no. talking about we, we oh what you talking about we post it oh and then try to get the most out of jets fans to try to comment on that bait i i try and stay away from that bait personally but um but everything else everything else with sauce i'm not really worried about it listen cincinnati put them over at the right side because that's where quarterbacks with the right arm throw the most i think he's just trying to get used to the other side Agreed. And, he's lear and he's learning from reed that's what he's trying to do he says right now that's his favorite cb right now you're learning from a great cb on the other side and yeah. i think he's just trying to get used to the system i think he's trying to get used to playing on that um on that left side more and more and yeah i mean listen any quarter corner back is gonna get handsy but I think as, as long as he can just continue to get better each year and continue to get better with the zone play, then he might be a little bit more, a little bit of hands off. Who knows? But that's what I think. One of the things you guys didn't want to um, go into hard knocks, which is approaching, and we're going to get into it right now. First of all, you guys didn't want to be on hard knocks. And I think a lot of NFL teams don't want to be on hard knocks. But one of the storylines you do, you didn't want to go into it was potentially Quillen, Quentin Williams not getting his money. Hard knocks is here. Quentin Williams got his bag. So. Right. So, Danny, let let your fan base know how how are you feeling about Hard Knocks and Quentin Williams getting his bag. Well, well, 
I honestly thought that Quinn and Williams was going to play into Hard Knocks, kind of like the Revis thing back in 2010 when we were on Hard Knocks. That's that was a, a big storyline. At the end of every episode, you kind of saw him meeting with uh, Mike Tannenbaum at a random diner going and negotiating. <laughs> oh my God, that's so crazy. I thought that we were going to see something like that again. I'm glad we didn't. I, I, right. I'm glad that they're going to try to keep it on the football field. Um, but I, the reason I think that Hard Knocks Fans don't want it. At least the Jets fan base doesn't want it. Right. Because before, just recently, maybe a couple years ago, I would have, I would have enjoyed it because I enjoyed every Tuesday night clicking it on and kind of seeing the inside. I, I think it's cool to see it. The reason we don't want it is because we already have our own hard knocks. We have take one Jets drive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Now, now it's take flight. It used to be one Jets drive. We have it already. We get a weekly hard knocks episode. Mm-hmm. So what the hell do we want this HBO show yeah, So for? you don't care that the rest of the world wants to see what's going on in the Jets? I, I don't give a crap about anybody else. <laughs> I care about the Jets and the Jets fan base. <laughs> I don't care what they want to see. So I, I am. Yeah. I think that's the biggest reason because we already have our own hard knocks. We like our hard knocks. And, and there's, it's unnecessary. We're, we're good. So that's why I think that we really didn't want it, honestly, because it's cool to see the behind the scenes. But we already get that. I don't, and I don't know how many fan bases get that for other teams, but we get that. So we're, we're good. We don't want hard knocks. But just to, to finish off on, on what you asked, I don't think it will affect us in any way. Okay. I think we have cameras over there already with the whole one jet drive and take flight and all that other stuff. It's something that we do on a regular basis anyway. It didn't affect us back in 2010 when we made the AFC championship. So, I again, I, I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, Italy, the, the, the way I'm going, I'm still going, I'm still going hard knocks to you. Yeah, I, I feel like throwing another um, topic on top of that as well. Yeah. Re- current running back room, okay. you're hoping that Mr. Hall mm-hmm. comes back 110% healthy, right? Yes. I mean, duh. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain name being thrown around by, by, by my fan base, your fan base, and potentially Buffalo Bills fan base now jump, jumping into the mix. Do you think besides well, what's your feelings on obviously you being on hard knocks and then also the potential of landing a Mr. Dalvin Cook on your team? Do you think it's just overkill? Danny knows that for me in my position on my team, I think it is overkill. There's only one ball. There, there's only one ball you could get to all the talent you have on your football team. Right. So, so two part to you. How do you feel about um, obviously hard knocks and not obviously the potential of adding a potential Dalvin Cook to a Brees Hall backfield? I will talk about Hard Knocks. Um, That's my second one, but Dalvin Cook. Honestly, he keeps playing around on social media. Just the sunglasses. Everything, man. But he is following some Jet accounts. So I'm like, okay, eh, maybe for me, I mean, I would welcome it. But are we going to do it? In my gut, I don't think he's coming. In my gut, I don't think he's coming. But he wants – you know, 10 to 11 million. I really mm-hmm. think we're probably going to offer him like four or five, but I mean, that's, I mean, that's just, I think, that's what, everybody, right I think that's what everybody's offering him. Right. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where I would love it. Cause I would love to have that one, two punch, just like what the Packers had and, and what, you know, with hunt and shove, like they've had with the Browns and even most and Wilson is a great one, two punch, right. but I, I just don't think, I just don't think he's coming. And I, I do like our running back room, but it would be even better, even better if you're going all in. If you're going all in, you bring in a cook because we got 24, we got a little, little over 24 million now in cap because we paid Quinnen. So I totally understand why it would be that. But 
I just don't see it. I do like Izzy. I think Izzy's going to be running back too eventually. I damn nice having a great camp right now. Michael Carter, I seriously think something sums up with Michael Carter last year. I don't know what it was, maybe injury or maybe offensive line, but he was going to, Dan, he was going to be our running back one. And then we uh, drafted Brees Hall. And well, the, I, I, I didn't want Brees Hall. I didn't want Brees Hall. I did. I, did I didn't. I, I mean, I, I was obviously I was wrong, but I thought yeah. Michael Carter could carry the load. But here's the thing, though. North Carolina, who did he have with him? Williams. He plays for Broncos. That was a great one-two punch, and yeah. he was going to be better. I think Brees Hall and him would have been better. But, you know, just how things went, it just didn't work out like that. But, yeah, I do like that we're going to be aggressive, but we'll see what happens with that. Either way, yes, but we'll see. Now, Hard Knocks. Yeah. This is going to be the most viewed and most watched Hard Knocks in their history. Okay, let's just be honest. I agree. I Aaron Rodgers. It's just Aaron Rodgers effect. Personally, I'm not a fan of Hard Knocks. I liked it what it was back in the day, but let's be honest. It's not going to be as juicy, a little bit not going to be as juicy because, you know, they're not going to show the cuts, right? They're not going to show the cuts. They're not going to show the one-on-one things when it comes to the office. I get that. And but, the Jets also have final cut. They they get to choose what gets shown. Exactly. But it's still going to be juicy. It's still going to be I think good. so. It's still going to be juicy and good. I mean, let's be honest. The, the Jets the Jets like what we have right now. And they're up for 19 awards now just by themselves as a department. So congratulations to the video team for that. But, yes, I, I didn't want it, but I do welcome it because – <laughs> popcorn baby get your popcorn right it's gonna be juicy listen outside of me me, me doing the show with danny i would have watched even if i wasn't doing the show with danny i think right because of the talent on that team like dan campbell is television worthy but lions was no, my favorite right now right Cardinals was just eh. yeah but dan campbell is story bro that guy he invites you in and he's like i want some more of dan campbell but because of the expectations of the New York Jets, because of the talent on your team, because it's New York, mm-hmm. I agree with Italy. I think that this is going to be their most watched hard knocks in history. I agree. I, I don't doubt that either with Aaron Rodgers. And you have the personality of Sauce Gardner. Everybody knows who Sauce is. And right. they, he's just everywhere right now. So I think that that alone brings in some more eyes also. I think it's going to be easy to promote. I think it's going to be definitely Agreed. the most watched. And just for those of you that are watching and aren't aware, it starts on August 8th. It's going to be Tuesdays at 10 o'clock. And just so you know, Battered Jets fans comes on live Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. So we can lead you right into there. So tune in here before you watch Hard Knocks at 10 o'clock. And what's on the day before, Dan? Take flight. Uh, it's back. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, on on the day before. It's going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we got a lot of Jets content coming on top of the millions of Jets podcasts right. and everything that, that exists. So if you're a Jets fan, you are going to be well taken care of because it's going to be Jets all day, every day. All right. Uh, Manny, would you want the Dolphins back on, on Hard Knocks? Are you pro Hard Knocks or against Hard Knocks? What do you think as far as us being on Hard Knocks? So I am pro Hard Knocks because okay. not just not if it was my team. I just feel like any other team. I feel like the NFL being the – my, my co-host, I swear. My co-host on one of my other shows. It's so funny, man. Oh, listen, did you leave him out of the invitation too? Like you guys left me? Is that what's going on right here? Is that, that what's another going on show. Right here? That was I'm, just, I'm just saying, show. just saying. But I, I'm for it, Danny, for the simple reason that 
I feel like the, the the NFL is such a conglomerate that you can never get enough of the NFL. And mm-hmm. if there's a way to get a backdoor into seeing more of your football team, why not? And I think the majority would agree to that, that if there was a way to access more of their team and see more of their football team, see more of their players, see these rookies. Like, Danny, you said you don't spend a lot of time watching preseason. Now mm-hmm. I get to watch some preseason. Now I get to watch some more of these players one-on-one during hard knocks. For me, it's just an involving feeling. When, I like to watch the first half hearts. only. Right. I, I like to watch the first half, and then I'll read up on the reporters on what they say about the second half because, dude, that's brutal watching like yeah. kids that, are, that aren't going to make it. And that's just me personally. And no, maybe it's also – and maybe it's because I follow five sports. I do like a million other right. podcasts right. about other yeah. sports. So, like, I can't watch a second half of a preseason game. It's just maybe the third preseason game. The third preseason game, I usually sit through the whole thing. But the first and second preseason game, I I just can't sit through the whole thing. I just fast-forward it, honestly. You you, you used to make fun of me for knowing, like, the fourth stringers' names and where they're coming from and all that. And it wasn't just because I love the Miami Dolphins, which I obviously do. It's because you're able to – when you talk Dolphins football with just any random person, whether it's on a show or not – it's good to be able to say, hey, you know what? I think this guy may make it. And then sometimes it turns out to be true. That guy did make it. That guy did turn out to be a stud. And it's happened more often than not. And I think that's that's reason more that I enjoy it just because I like putting out the content for the Miami Dolphins. And then also, I, I know what the hell I'm talking about as well. But yeah, I'm, I'm for hard knocks. The NFL is huge. Like, you guys know, it's the only really thing that I watch. So whether it's Detroit Lions, which is Arizona Cardinals, I'm finally getting my football fix. And that's how I would get my fix if the Dolphins were also on it. NFL Plus has done a good job, like rewatching yes. all that. Yes. I've been doing a lot of that. I like reliving those kind of moments. Mike but, V has the comment of the night right there. Yep, that is that is straight highlight facts. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Preseason second half is for the or the XFL. Those are the CFL and XFL. That's where they turn it on. I I were I worked for the Battlehawks XFL, and some of it was like. Oh, and then and then live was like, okay, cool. AJ's got an arm still. Okay, a little bit. We're we're going to we're we're, all, we're reaching the end now. I'm going to ask you a, a one last question. But before I ask you that yeah. last question, Italy, now that you told me you're involved with the XFL, you worked in the stadium yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I, I I I'm curious. Is the XFL coming back for a second season? It is. Yeah, it is. They, yeah, they said that last time also, and they died. I understand that, but they got there's there's one thing that's going to back it up. Dwayne, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's a great businessman. He knows what to do when it comes to promoting a product. He has not backed down from any product that he's promoted in a very long time. And I think that this is the time that's going to take it to the next level. At least we hope, because you're right. The XFL, you never know. But I think if Dwayne's there, I think it's there. I actually want to answer one of them. I think it was Muniz, Steve Muniz. Oh no, we're getting to that. Don't worry about oh, it. Gotcha, worry gotcha. About it. We're getting to that. We're getting right, cool. that. That's gonna, then, that's gonna that's gonna be your personal question on the way out. And then and then you know what? And I have to take it back because I do give many crap about preseason games, but there used to be four preseason games, and I would watch the first one in its entirety just because it felt so good to have football back. The second one I wouldn't watch, and the fourth one I would I would the fourth one I wouldn't watch at all. The second yeah, one I watched just the first half. And the third one, I'd probably watch most of it. So so maybe I'm being a little drastic. The first one, just to have football back. And the third one, because that's dress rehearsal. But the second and fourth one were, were rare for me. But um, but yes, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. The Jets, with Jets you. games, that first game, you have to watch the whole thing. Oh, it's like you, you can see it back on the field. It's just so – and we have the first game of the year this year with the Hall of Fame game. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be awesome. Gonna be awesome. Oh. So go ahead, man. You can take it away. All right. No, um – 
real quick, we, we do, before we're going to get to that question that Steve has so eloquently put it on so far, both shows tonight. Um, <laughs> what's your prediction for this season, man? I don't know if you, if, if you've come out there and you've already put it on Twitter or not, I, I personally haven't seen it. So give me your low ceiling, give me your high ceiling and basically what you think it's going to be. You know what? I could live with this if that's all they get. So like record wise or not yeah, making record wise, so record wise. Okay. Yeah. Okay, record, they, we have to win 10 or 12 games to get to the playoffs. So 10 to 12 it, is it, your low and your high. That's my high low. If you win seven or eight games, I'm disappointed. Mm, okay. What do you expect? What do you expect though? What do I expect? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll win at least 10 games. Okay. okay. So, so 10 to 12. All right. Yeah. I think that's fair. I yeah, think that I, is I, I said I said twelve to thirteen, so uh, I'm with you. Okay. Do you think that this team has what it takes to make to the Super Bowl? Mm. We have to see the first six games. Mm. That first six games, ten games. I think playoffs, yes, but I have to see what each week does. Well, this team is going to be tested the first six games. We got the Cowboys, we got yeah. Philly, we got Kansas City, Goals, like, everything. Yeah, you ha- you have the Bills. Like, yeah, after the first six games, you'll know more or less oh, what yeah. to. I mean, it's a long season, but aren't you aren't ninety you percent of your game aren't ninety percent of your games at home this year, anyways? So it's like, yes, well, that that's why I chose. I said twelve to thirteen games because we have ten. <laughs> and a lot of them are prime time. Right, a lot of them are prime time. Right, yeah. Well, out of 17 games, we play 10 at MetLife Stadium, which is yeah, wild. It's, it's crazy. fucking crazy. Listen, but l- l- let's make sure that we get you out here on the right foot and everybody wants to know. So, Italy, when it comes to your vacation, sir, when it comes to taking some time off, when you're not watching 29 sports, do you like going on cruise ships, sir? 100%. I... I have to convince my wife to go on one. She is interested in going on one, which is nice, but I've always either gone to a destination or I would go to the beach or I would go on a cruise. That's always what I've done most of my life with my family and then my wife. Cruise ships is awesome. Great packages if you can get it cheap. But here's the thing, though. If you have stomach problems, like I do, Dramamine is your best friend. Yes, it is. Dramamine <laughs> is a very good friend. But I love him. I love him. I, I Look, I think that, that, that that's always a fun time. You literally just eat, drink, and sleep. That's all you do. And then have fun. And then every once in a while, you get off in a different city. I, I can't, you can't beat that. What do you think about Mike? Mike's comment here? What's up? He's- you can't. Especially the all right, so you can't do cruises anymore for those listening on audio. Mike said, especially the ones that only have a couple of ports. You sit in the pool and it's the same effing people for six hours drinking beer, and not once do they get out. Yeah, well, I mean, I, then you get off. He's not doing it right. He's not doing it right there. Right. Why? <laughs> why are Why are you in the pool for six hours, man? Listen, there's no, casinos, there's shows, dude. There's hey, bingo. Come on, do three something. Three to four hours, at least three to four hours, maybe. And then I'm sure where, whatever port you end up on, I'm sure they have a beautiful beach somewhere, so you can go out and get it to the beach. Like I don't know, man. I, it's it's these Miami people, man. It's because I, they're they're spoiled because this started on the battered herons. <laughs> these dude, Miami people are does. spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> they're spoiled. I'm telling you, that's what it is. Well, it, well, I, yeah. I, I'm a surfer. I I like to surf. I like to of go on excursions. I like to go on. Ex- <laughs> I love to go on excursions. I've been snorkeling, going on a cruise uh, once when they do the excursions. I love that stuff. So 
I'm a beach guy, surfer. I, I love all that stuff. And that's what cruising can do for you if you go on the right ones. I can't go snorkeling anymore. They confused me for a manatee last time that I did it. So I, 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 stay, I stay out of the water. So I, I, I tend not to do that. <laughs> well, Italy, we appreciate you taking the time to join us, man, on our first live episode of Battle Jets Fans Podcast. We'll be coming on live every Tuesday at 9 o'clock. From here on next out. Week, next week will be uh, on Tuesday, 9 o'clock. And... Um, Again, thank you for joining us. Let everybody know where they can find you if they uh, they want to keep hearing about your uh, your surfing. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm Italy Jed on all social media platforms. I have five Jet shows a week. I have a Red Sox show once a week. And then I'm added to the Batter Network with the yep. heat coming out this fall. I'm super excited. And, uh, yeah, just uh, keep following me. Keep following these guys. They're great at what they do. And uh, go Jets, Heat, and Red Sox. Oh, this guy said the Red Sox. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, <laughs> All right. Ju- just to finish that up, fins up, y'all. Fins up. Uh, Manny, thank you for joining us also. I hate you. If you're on audio and you listen all the way to the end, we appreciate you listening all the way to the end. If you are on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you were part of the chat, thank you for joining in and contributing to the chat. As always, you guys are the best part of the show. And until next Tuesday at 9 o'clock, we appreciate you guys joining us, and we will catch you guys on the next one.